Welcome everybody to the It's My Turn to Talk podcast. I'm your host Desmond Ardonias. See, I told you guys I'd be back a little bit sooner. You know, posting more often, things like that. Um, it's because it's fantasy season, and this is you know my favorite season of the year, um, as we all know. And this time, what did I do last time? I did. Oh yeah, guys, you need to reach for come draft day. I think we, I think we did good on that episode. We had, I had some positive feedback and you know sorry i'm just kind of moving all my stuff um positive feedback and i think some were happy that i uh, you know got back into it and things like that but i think we're good now i think we're um we can start getting this rolling a little bit because with fantasy football there's a lot to talk about okay so today i'm doing the top three players at each spot or at each position with a potential standout player late so I'm going to do the top three at each position or each each skill position, and then I'm going to talk about one player who is ranked outside the top ten on that specific position, and you know, say why they're in tune for a breakout season. Okay, how do you guys like that I put the Eminem beat in there? You know, I don't know how that uh, that might work. Eminem might sue me for that, but I I had to put that in there because that's a good beat. Anyway, moving right along. First, I'm going to do quarterbacks, right? Everything starts with the quarterbacks. So, number one, Patrick Mahomes. This is easy. Patrick doesn't need a number one wide receiver to be effective. He doesn't need a star-studded cast. He doesn't need to have rushing ability to be the number one quarterback every year. He just has it. The ability to make plays and throw for 400 yards and four touchdowns any given day. You draft Patrick Mahomes not because you love him, not because you hate him, not because you think his wife has funny TikToks. You draft him because you know he's going to perform. There's very few games where Patrick, where Sunday night you're like, dang, Patrick only gave me 16 points today. No, there's a lot of games where you're like, did you see that Patrick Mahomes scored me 35 fantasy points this weekend? Those are the more you see because Patrick Mahomes is just calm, cool, and collected. And in terms of fantasy, he scores you a lot of points. I mean, let's call it like it is. Yes, he's got Andy Reid, Travis Kelsey, and an O-line, um, but some do, and they still suck, right? Uh, he's near the top in every important category, yards, percentage, touchdowns. He's rarely missing multiple games. Mahomes is the number two pick on your team, or if he's the number two pick on your team come draft day, I w- I'm be good with that because Mahomes is the GOAT right now. He really is. Um, Patrick Mahomes, he's still the number one, and I feel like – He's going to be at least the number one fantasy option for a few more extra years. So, all right, coming up next. Um, I got to get through all four skill positions, so this might be a little quick, okay? So just stay with me. Number two, Jalen Hurts. Uh, Listen to this. Most of his damage is done in the third quarter. Did you guys get that? The Eagles were the top-scoring team last year in third quarters, and they were towards the bottom ten in the fourth quarters, which means most of the games this year were put away in the first three quarters which means obviously Jalen Hurts saw the field and he, you know, actually tried to score for just three quarters. This year, the Eagles will have a harder schedule. They lost their offensive coordinator. They might play behind more often. So there's room for Jalen Hurts to improve because there's going to be closer games this year. That means more production. 23 rushing touchdowns in the last two seasons. He's a dual threat monster with weapons. 67% of his throws with just a 1.3 interception rate. 
per 10 throws. 750 rushing yards in each of his last two seasons. He's got a chance to top Mahomes' point total this year. He's not going to match the passing touchdowns. He's not going to give you four touchdowns and 450 yards a game, or one game. Uh, but the rushing numbers make him the second-best quarterback in the league. If somebody drafted Hurts in the third round, I wouldn't be mad at that. Jalen Hurts is that guy. Give him an extra quarter to play, and you might see a lot more points coming from Jalen Hurts. I know there's a, often, um, there's a worry without the offensive coordinator, but Hurts is the type of type of player that can still make the play. So I'm confident Jalen Hurts this year. Number two. All right, number three. This one might shock some people because I had this this guy jump a few spots. Meanwhile, I didn't include Joe Burrow on this list because he's reported to miss five to six games. So I decided to keep him out on this list just for that reason. But the next person I'm going to stay still jumped up a few spots. Number three, Justin Herbert, quarterback of the Los Angeles Chargers. Yeah, you heard it right. He's six foot six, 240 pounds. He has the best arm in that league, best arm in the league, and the mobility to make plays no matter his bad production. He had a bad, he didn't have, I don't want to say bad, but he didn't have a great 2022 season, but he was hurt. Um, he had that rib injury. Um, there's always injuries throughout the Chargers locker room like there is every year. But, of course, in fantasy football, you go into this season assuming everyone's going to be healthy, right? So these rankings are all assuming all these players stay healthy. So, But this is how I see it. Um, he had no rushing touchdowns last year because of that injury, and his top targets were gone, um, and he had a bad offensive line. And um, Coach Staley, that guy, he's way too risky. Just – that's a whole another topic, but he's he's too much. So he, let's be let's be honest. He had to force throws to keep his team alive. But the Chargers have a huge upgrade this year in Kellen Moore, who's going to elevate Justin Herbert. Staley will stop forcing fourth down tries with Kellen. Um, Kellen is a score stuffer. He really is. He likes to um, put points on the board, which means Herbert will get numbers. He's got a he's got a healthy team right now, and Quentin Johnson, in case one of his top two guys go down. Gerald Everett is getting better. That will help him have um, a good year. I have him over Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, and Justin Fields, who we're high on. But take Herbert, I'm telling you. Um, he can easily throw for this year. 32 touchdowns, maybe 11 interceptions, 4,500 yards. I ranked him number three, but I bet you he's going at like quarterback seven, eight, so if you want to draft somebody that you can get maybe in like the sixth round, but he, he has the potential to be top three scorer in fantasy, quarterback-wise, take him. I'm all in on Justin Herbert this year. He's catch, He passes the eye test. He's got the arm strength. He's got the mobility. He's tough. That's why I have him above um, guys like Lawrence and Jackson and uh, Allen, and I just feel that Herbert is the guy you want to get. Number four, so now I'm going to start getting to the, you know, the breakout players outside of the top ten, remember? So number four, but this is considered a breakout, Daniel Jones of the New York Giants. Let's give it up for the for the Giants. They're back. I hate the Giants. Of course I do. I'm a Cowboys fan. But I got to still respect them because in terms of fantasy, I would take a couple Giants players. He has Josh, he has Josh Allen's skill set. But you can get him for a lot cheaper. You can get him in rounds 9 and 10. 
and to want to get somebody who has that, who you can get that late, but can probably finish top seven quarterback. It's a good bargain to me. A mistake his first three years because, and you know, take out the mistakes he had and, you know, just don't think about that run that he had where he tripped on his own feet because that was blooper worthy. But now he's got an improved coaching staff, way better weapons. If these guys stay healthy, he's got some good reference. Um, his rushing ability improved. Um, he's got top seven potential. Um, he can run the ball better than Josh Allen. He doesn't have as good of an arm, but he can run better than Josh Allen. Um, he doesn't have Josh Allen weapons, but his extra running ability, um, that – Okay, he's, he's not better than Josh Allen, but in terms of fantasy, he does some things that not a lot of other guys have. And when I'm talking about his weapons, he's got Darius Slayton, um, Waller, Richie James. Um, he's He drafted Jalen Hyatt, Cole Beasley, um, and the next year with Brian Dable. I'm high on Daniel this year. Um, I think he can finish top seven, like I said. He's the only quarterback last year to throw for 200 yards and still average um, 70 yards rushing, it's pretty good. Out, No, sorry. Outside of Jalen Hurts, he's the only quarterback to do that. We're in the second half of the season. I'm high on, Jay, on Daniel Jones this year. Go get him. All right, next we're going to running backs. Number one, Christian McCaffrey of San Francisco. Whether you're already counting out CMC or if you want to forget about him every year, I feel like people don't like to have Christian McCaffrey up there. He's still that guy. We, also, we always talk about running backs wanting more volume for points. But CMC gets that volume. He gets 20 touches per game. And he pushes himself to nearly, nearly 17 fantasy points per game in his whole career. He's still San Francisco's number one option. I know everyone's worried about that stacked offense. But when it comes to fantasy, Christian McCaffrey's still their guy. He really is. He gets those receptions, actually five receptions per game, and that's what other running backs dream of. You know, you want dual threat running backs, and Christian McCaffrey is the model running back for that. He has the best offensive line in the league, one of the greatest coaching minds in Kyle Shanahan, and he he's still the number one overall back. He's 29, yes, and he's missed 20 games in the past two seasons. But again, what are we doing, guys? We're assuming all these guys are going in healthy when we're doing these rankings, correct? So when healthy, it's him. He's still a monster. He's still, if you have if you have him in a PPR R league, he's probably the number one scorer in fantasy. Christian McCaffrey's still that guy. You can get him. Um, even if he's not drafted first, he's definitely going to be gone in the top four or five. If, if Christian McCaffrey makes it to the fifth pick, that's a pretty weird draft. You got some drunk people drafting if Christian McCaffrey makes it number five. So don't count out McCaffrey. I'd still take him if I had the chance. Um, over Jefferson or Chase, maybe not, just because I want to use my draft strategy. Um, but if Christian McCaffrey was there at five, I would take him. Number two, get this one. Ready? Number two, Nick Chubb, running back, the Cleveland Browns. You're going to hear me talk about this guy a lot, especially throughout the season, because I bet you he's going to ball out this season. He's the most underappreciated running back in fantasy. He is always near the top three, and he's my running back too, of course. But he's top three production, um, and he's being drafted in the late second round, early third round. One of the mock drafts I did, he didn't get drafted till the third round. I don't know how I missed him. He's underappreciated. He really is. 
He lacks the the receiving ability. He does. But when you run the ball and you are as efficient as as he is, take it take it for what it is, man. Take it for what it is. He's my favorite running back this year. He really is. And with without Kareem Hunt stealing carries, Deshaun Watson can hopefully improve. <coughs> and of course, he's healthy. Um, he's got. Let me point out this stat. He's got five yards per carry in his first three seasons. That's the most all time in NFL history. He's the running back you really want. He's better than Derrick Henry. He's better than Saquon. He's better than Jacobs. I would take him above Bijan. The only people I would think of not taking him over are Eckler and Caffrey. But that's it. <laughs> Nick Chubb, he's a monster. If he stays healthy, Nick Chubb is a league-winning running back. So take Nick Chubb, and he's my number my number two. Number three, of course, Austin Eckler. Running back of the Los Angeles Chargers. I was about to say Las Vegas Raiders. Sorry about that. No player has scored more touchdowns in the last two years than Austin Eckler. He's a red zone machine. And you know where it's going. Or as a defense, you know it's going to him. But you still can't stop him because he can do so many different things. Um, He leads all running back in receptions and targets, even over McCaffrey. Um, And he's the type of guy that can only run for maybe 950 yards. And nine rushing touchdowns in a year. But he's the top running back because he can also receive for like 750 yards and seven touchdowns. So if he can get, I know my math is going to be wrong here, but let me even up it a little bit. If he can almost get 1,900 yards all purpose and almost 20 touchdowns, that is number one fantasy potential. That's extreme production. And he is fully unlocked as Herbert's number one target barring any wide receiver health, but you can tell Herbert loves Austin Eckler, um, especially with that bummo line. He has to get the ball out quickly. He has a new coordinator again as Kellen Moore blossomed Dallas's running game over the last few years, and now he's going to have the best weapon that he's ever coached. Yeah, he's better than Pollard and Elliott, I know. Um, and they also got a couple backup running backs now that have been doing good in training camp. Um, so that'll take the load off of him. So he doesn't always need to get banged up and things like that. He's the focal point of the offense. He'll crush it in PPR. If Eckler went number one overall, I'd accept it. If somebody wanted to take Eckler over Jefferson, Chase, Kelsey, and McCaffrey, everyone else would be like, whoa, that's too high. But I can agree with it. Austin Eckler, huge on him this year. Number four, I'm getting to the breakout again, right? The bottom 10. This person, meanwhile, is ranked in number 16 in going into number or going into this fantasy season. Jameer Gibbs, running back of the Detroit Lions, rookie. I'm all in on Gibbs this year. He is a, a Alvin Kamara lookalike. He's a younger Alan, Alvin Kamara. He's going to be um, he's in line for at least 150 to 200 touches, even with David Montgomery there. Detroit believes in him, and so do I. I mean, they shocked everybody by drafting him. What was it? Was it 12th or 13th overall? Either one of those. Um, they they really see a lot in him, and I can see it too. He has so much potential. He'll lose some between-the-tackles like type play calls to Montgomery because he's a little bit bigger. Um, I know Gibbs is a little bit thin at 199. Um 
but the tackles that Gibbs will break um, in the long games, and he'll be their their guy when they need a third and long. That how do I say it? I don't know the word I'm looking for, but I guess that equals fantasy production. He's a faster DeAndre Swift with softer hands. Um, I know he kind of had some like, whoa, what are you doing moments at Alabama? But again, what are we drafting on, guys? Potential, correct? His workload will need to be managed because of his small size. But like I said when I first started, um, he's a younger Alvin Kamara. And for all the fantasy heads out there, Alvin Kamara is one of our favorite running backs in fantasy all time. He's a dual threat monster. And whether you have had Kamara on your team or not over the last few years, um, you know Alvin Kamara is that guy. And Gibbs is the next man up. I think he is. Take Gibbs as your running back two this year on the team and watch him finish in the top 12. He's got that much potential. I've been seeing on Twitter a lot um, that him and Bijan are projected to finish in the top 10 this year because rookie rookie running backs who are drafted in the top 20 in the NFL draft, over time throughout the last, I think it was like 10 or 20 years, they have attributed them to get great fantasy production rookie year. So history shows that our history is on the side of Jameer Gibbs this year. So I'd go after him. All right. Now we're going to running backs, okay? Or I'm sorry. Now we're going to wide receivers. Number one, Justin Jefferson. He's presumably maybe even the number one player in all of fantasy football. He's a video game player on the field, guys. Him and Jamar Chase are very close to the number one, but I chose him because he will catch more balls, but Chase will get a little bit more touchdowns. Jefferson, though, he can be effective at any spot while while the other top receivers are a little bit limited. Jefferson Jefferson can run any route underneath or the deep routes over the top. He can make plays, um, and that's what gives him the edge. He's, He's caught 100 passes in average over 14 yards per catch in his first two two years, which is an NFL record. Um, his only da- downside, though, is in the red zone. He does need space to make the make plays, and for some reason, um, the Vikings don't really either. They don't look at him near the red zone, but I doubt that because look at his skill set, right? So he's just not very efficient um, in the red zone. But when you score like that outside of 20 yards, who who needs the red zone? Um, so he doesn't have chase-like fade ability. Um, but Justin Jefferson is still that guy. He can still give you 100 catches, 1,300 yards, 13 touchdowns this year. Um, somebody drafted – if somebody drafted him number one, I wouldn't be mad. He's got size. He's got balance. He's got footwork. He's got the dance, and he's got the ball scales. He's a generational talent, and he will go down if he continues this rate as one of the top 10 wide receivers in NFL history. He's that guy. And this year, he's the number one receiver, hands down. Number two, of course, is Jamar Chase for Cincinnati. Watch this here. Listen to this. Jamar Chase has scored 22 touchdowns in his first 28 games with the Bengals. So for those who get turned on in terms of fantasy – production for those of you guys who get turned on by touchdowns he's your guy he's caught the same amount of touchdowns with less games he's missed six games in his first two years and he's got that record for touchdown passes um he's different for jefferson because he excels at the catch and run and he can score 
um, in the underneath routes as well. Jefferson can do both, um, of course, but he's different in Jefferson because of the catch and run ability. Um, he's better at deep balls and he can break tackles. He's a little bit more shiftier, but I think he is because he's a little bit thinner than Justin Jefferson. Um, but look at his yards per catch, 12 instead of Justin Jefferson's 14. So they're very close. If you wanted to put Chase over Jefferson in your list um, on top receivers, I wouldn't be mad at that. I still think it's Jefferson, um, but we got to give Chase his credit. And the number one thing that he has is he's an, a red zone target machine. They always look at him to the red zone because he can catch those fade routes. So um, Jamar Chase can pretty much score it anywhere on the field. Since he, Cincinnati loves to go to Mixon or P. Ryan in the goal line, but Chase still found the time to be a, to be valuable. P. Ryan's gone, um, and while Joe Burrow is going to be out for the first five weeks, I didn't put that into consideration when I dra- when I made this log for the receivers. But still, because I still think Chase can be that guy. Um, the only thing is though, sometimes he can have those four catches for sixty three yards, no touchdowns, fantasy days but he can also have those games where he's got 190 and three touchdowns if chase is your number one guy i would respect it for me he's number two now number three tyreek hill some may want him included as the top spot and while i could see it the reason is that he's the number two or i'm sorry the reason why he's number three with me is because his quarterback's injury prone for one and plus you can't put him over jefferson but that is what it is. I mean, you don't know how many games Tua is going to play. And when Tua was out, <clears throat> sorry, I keep thinking I'm a <coughs> cough. Um, with Tua out last year in the six games, Hill did not catch a touchdown. He did not catch one touchdown in five or six straight games when Tua was out. Is Tua that good? Not really. He's decent enough to excel Tyreek Hill's fantasy production, though. Um but he's still a model wide receiver. Um, he looks as similar as the other two previous LSU Tigers that I mentioned. Um, but he's still a machine um, over the top. One of the fastest guys in the league, if not the fastest. He's still the guy who can catch a lot of balls. He's one of the best catch and run receivers that we've ever seen in this game. And Tyreek Hill, he has the ability to even finish number one wide receiver he's still going to be taken in the top 10 as well um so there was no other way i could have put anybody else in this number three spot tyree kill is still that guy 29 years old yes some injury concerns some quarterback concerns but as a player he's still number three and for the wide receivers at number four breakout there was too many options so this because this wide wide receiver class this year is deep there's going to be guys like Johan Dotson, DJ Moore, Garrett Wilson, Chris Olavoy, Brandon Ayuk, all the guys that you can that are in the back are behind top 15 who can finish in the top 12, essentially. There was too many guys to pick, so I couldn't. There's a lot of guys who can break down the wide receivers. But next leads me to tight ends. So from one patch cast, pass catching group to another. Travis Kelsey of the Kansas City Chiefs. If you were in the same conversation as Shannon Sharp, Tony Gonzalez, Gronkowski, Jason Witten, you're in great company, and you are the number one person in fantasy. If you believe 
you can, or I'm sorry, you can bet on Kelsey. You really can. This guy has the numbers that can match top seven wide receiver. So if you get him, you're pretty much getting a wide receiver. And for the people who draft him like round one, you can say that you're getting a receiver and that can, you know, continue your draft strategy as if you got one of the top receivers. You can just put him in that category. So, because I think sometimes people are scared to pick him number one. They're not scared to pick him, but they're scared that when they pick him, it changes their draft strategy. But it doesn't have to because, I mean, the guy is like a wide receiver. He's 34 years old soon. I get that. But there's no way that he can lessen the gap between him and everyone else as a tight end. Um, His yard after the catch, his toughness is admirable. His timing, his knowledge of, knowledge of coverages, though, is what makes him dangerous. He is his, I, his football IQ makes him the number one fantasy tight end that we've seen in a while. Travis Kelsey, he's still that guy. There's nobody else that's even close to him. From the person or from the guys who were ranked two through five last year, fantasy tight ends, Travis Kelsey caught only. 30 less balls than all of those guys combined. That's ridiculous. He's in a league of his own. So it's easy. Travis Kelsey, number one tight end. Number two, TJ Hawkinson of the Minnesota Vikings. Hawkinson overtakes Mark Andrews for me as the number two because of the reliability downfield and his red zone presence, which is where a tight end should really shine, right? You should always want to hit your tight end um, in the red zone. He can catch 100 balls. Um, is he going to with Justin Jefferson? No, but I mean, he has that ability cause he's always around. Um, he's in an improved situation, right? Um, the lions are good offensively, really good, but I feel like Minnesota's scheme can give him more work. So he has a lot of work to come, a lot of volume, which makes him one of the top pass catching products. Cause it's all about volume and fantasy football. We all know that. So TJ Hawkinson, I'm still solid on keeping him at number two, even with Jordan Addison coming and taking some catches from him. Um, But they also lost Dalvin Cook, and their replacement, Alexander Madison, can't catch the ball as well. So I think that Hawkinson might not get a lot of yards this this year, but he's still going to get a lot of catches and maybe some short-range touchdowns. So I'm still high on Hawkinson this year. Still number three, though, I'll put Mark Andrews. He's still here. He's still he's still sor- solid when Lamar Jackson's in, but he's not when he's gone. But let's assume, again, healthy, and we'll assume <coughs> that Lamar Jackson will be healthy this year. And Mark Andrews, he's that type of guy that, you know, he's kind of like – he's a guy that the Baltimore, they kind of under underappreciate – but they just kind of throw it up and see if he can catch it. He's that type of guy, and he's that type of guy in fantasy too. He's going to have those down games, but he's also going to have the games where he's balls out. Um, Mark Andrews has been one of the – him and Lamar Jackson have been one of the best go-to wide receiver quarterback combos in the last five seasons. <clears throat> so there's no reason why I couldn't put him in the top three. Mark Andrews, still that guy. Number four is my breakout. Is Dalton Schultz. Why is everybody so down on Dalton Schultz? <clears throat> He's going to be C.J. Stroud's first option because rookie quarterbacks 
need their tight ends because they get scared, right? Um, but you're drafting Dalton Schultz in some drafts outside the top 15, and he can still finish in the top 10. He's a monster. He likes to yards after the catch. That's the thing that he's good at is yards after the catch. The Texans will be better this year as well. Um, so Schultz is a good – you can probably get him maybe your second – okay, maybe second – yeah, you know what? You can probably get him your second to last pick. <clears throat> so I'm high on Dalton Schultz this year. So there it is, guys. I did today um, three three or four positions, and I did a breakout breakout person for all of them because breakouts that are going to happen all this year. So <clears throat> I'm glad we got to meet again. I'm going to try to keep doing this consistently. This is fun, favorite time of the year. But I'm your host Desmond Ardonias. This is the It's My Turn to podcast. Be ready, guys. It's going to be a great next few months. I'm out.